So right now, of course, we have kind of this backdrop of a super strained AI chip supply chain, right? This is something no one can get enough chips. There's huge wait lists. They're very hard to get. And I think amid all of this, OpenAI, which is, of course, the number one AI startup right now, is reportedly contemplating an entry into the AI chip space. So this move comes as the demand for, you know, powerful AI processors to train their like ever advancing models, right? We've got ChatGPT. GPT-4 is now the big thing. GPT-5 is rumored to be coming out soon. Well, I don't know what the rumors are, but like, I think it's going to come out in December and you can just, you know, I mean, that's my prediction based off of a bunch of stuff I've seen them trademarking some things around the space and some people saying that they're already in the training process could be completely wrong, but I think they might just hit it one year later in uh, December, uh, GPT-5. Um, but in any case, they're also just, they've just launched Dolly 3, which is, you know, their upgraded image generator, which I think is a really good move. In any case, of course, all of these things are sucking a ton of compute. So OpenAI currently depends on GPU-based hardware, like a lot of its different, you know, peer companies. And I think right now they may be looking to change that because GPUs have been essentially the backbone for AI development due to their, like, proficiency in handling parallel computations, which is really a necessity for training today's kind of top-tier AI. Um, but the rise of generative AI, of course, has really, really helped out companies like NVIDIA, um, who are making money off of the chips. So, however, I think it has kind of pushed this whole GPU supply chain to its limits. Um, Microsoft recently cautioned about potential service disruptions due to, like, issues with server hardware because of AI. And also, NVIDIA's high-performance AI chips are reportedly, you know, sold out until 2024. So, really, it's uh, it's hard to get your hands on those things. And I think a lot of these AI companies are kind of feeling the strain because it's not just OpenAI that needs its own chips. There's all these other companies that are doing it and it probably feels like they're getting in their own way. And it's like kind of a bottleneck to their own company. So, I'm sure OpenAI at this point is like, you know, doesn't want to put their... Uh, their company in the hands of another enterprise so it looks like they're kind of eyeing this space so to give a little bit of context and i maybe perspective on kind of the magnitude of demand a study by bernstein analyst stacy raskin highlighted that uh if ChatGPT queries scale to even a tenth of google searches volume an initial invest investment of roughly 48 billion dollars in gpus would be necessary this is insane. And I'm going to say that again, because I do not think people fully understand this. We talk about like, oh, ChatGPT is awesome, yada, yada, whatever. And Google like should be worried it's going to get beaten. And Google's kind of doing this stuff with Bard on the side. But like if Google searches really were replaced by ChatGPT, which to be honest, for a large part, I'm doing a lot of uh, I'm doing a lot of stuff on ChatGPT that I would have used Google search for in the past. But if that was to replace it, right, 10% of Google searches would require almost $50 billion in GPUs to be purchased in order for OpenAI to facilitate that. So that's absolutely insane. Um, if they were to do 100% of Google searches, we're talking about somewhere like $500 billion. This is insane numbers. If Google was just to switch to completely be chat GPT instead of like a Google search, we're talking $500 billion in GPUs that would be needed. So I think another really interesting number is that around $16 billion worth of chips would be required annually for sustained operations, right? So even if they made, like if, they, so let's say ChatGPT is going to take over 10% of Google searches, $50 billion up front on GPUs, and then every year, $16 billion. This is insane money. And I think ChatGPT and OpenAI really know that if they want to be able to scale, this is a bottleneck for them, right? Even if they were the most popular thing in the world, this is a bottleneck. 
And I think they're looking at, you know, how can we build things? How can we build them better, um, cheaper so that we're not kind of stuck with this bill? Even if they could get it half price by making it themselves, it would make a really big difference. So OpenAI is, is by no means kind of pioneering the custom AI chip territory. Um, Google's TPU tensor processing unit powers massive generative AI systems like Palm 2 and Imogen. Um, Amazon provides its AWS customers with proprietary chips designed for both training. I think it's called Trainium and Inference, which is Inferencia. So meanwhile, there's a whole bunch of rumors around Microsoft collaborating with AMD on an AI chip called Athena, which OpenAI is uh, like reportedly testing right now. So I think with a venture capital injection of over $11 billion, that's what OpenAI has at the moment. And, you know, I think they're nearing a $1 billion in yearly revenue. Like that's kind of where they're at right now. Uh, they said, I think Sam Altman earlier this year said they forecast they're going to hit about a billion dollars in revenue this year. I think OpenAI's financing position appears like to be pretty solid. It's fairly robust. But recent, of course, murmurs from the Wall Street Journal um, suggest that the possibility of a share sale is going to catapult OpenAI's secondary market valuation to around $90 billion. They may, they're kind of looking at doing that right now. So that would be very, very incredible. However, I think the road to AI chip development isn't without its bumps. Just last year, AI chip maker Graphcore saw its valuation plummet by around a billion dollars um, post a Microsoft deal fallout. Microsoft never ended up going through with the deal and it really kind of hammered their company. So I think that was kind of leading to an announcement of job cuts owing to challenging, you know, they said this is like challenging economic situation stuff. So I think the past month also saw Graphcore grappling with declining revenue and mounting losses. Intel's AI chip subsidiary, which is called Habana Labs, had to let go of an estimated 10% of its employees. Even tech giant Meta faced a bunch of turbulence with its custom AI chip endeavors, eventually axing some of its um, experimental hardware that they were kind of working on before. So it's not like it's all roses in this space and it's not like it's very easy, right? Of course, um, we have NVIDIA, which is absolutely crushing it, but there's a lot of people that are kind of hurting. Maybe that's because NVIDIA was significantly better. There's a lot of people speculating on why that is. But I think, well, OpenAI's potential move into the AI chip domain is a significant development. The journey to bring a custom chip to market is going to be really lengthy and might drain hundreds of millions annually. The critical question I think that remains is whether OpenAI's stakeholders, which of course is Microsoft that owns half the company, are ready to kind of place their bets on such an ambitious and uncertain venture, especially when Microsoft's already, you know, inking deals with AMD and others. I think only time is going to reveal if OpenAI's potential chip endeavors are actually going to be successful or not. Um, and the one thing I will just stress finally is that these, these deals really do take a long time. If they were to design their own chip, if they were to try to launch this, building out the facilities to fabricate it, building out you know, the essentially all the manufacturing, like this stuff takes years. We'd be talking two, three, like two years would be fast, right? We're talking probably four years before they could scale this thing out. And so really at the moment, I think it's this is not a solution that really pulls them out of this problem. Um, but, you know, maybe it's future revenue, maybe it helps them in the future. But at the moment, I think everyone really is kind of stuck with NVIDIA and a couple of the other players and uh, essentially just trying to make do with what they have currently on the market. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode, breaking down how AI is impacting your industry. Today's episode is sponsored by AIbox, a no-code AI app builder and marketplace, which just launched a crowdfunding campaign. If you are interested in investing in a new AI startup, you can go to republic.com slash AI box. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well to learn more. 
the minimum investment is $150 and the maximum investment is $100,000. Until next time, have a fantastic day.